here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our End Times News Report week in review from June 25th to July 1st, 2023. Welcome back to the show, Susan. Well, thanks so much, Dina. It's good to be back. Thank everybody for coming back and joining us, exploring with us for the seven days of news from around the world, we analyze and look up and gather international headlines that coordinate with Bible prophecy. Right, Dina? That's right. And so we've got a new motto. Did you know this, Dina? Tell me. What is it? Okay. It's like, give us an hour and we'll give you seven days of headlines, right? <laughs> there you go. That's great. And so that's how we're going to present this to you is we do the legwork. And so if you just show up for an hour with us every week, we'll get you up to speed on how the world is now in the end times. I'm telling you, Dina, we're going to really have to hit the ground running today because we have a lot going on in headlines. And it's really moving fast now, Bible prophecy and uh, the birth pains, which is what how the Bible described the last days to be, like a woman in labor, mm-hmm. in which they come stronger and closer together. And we're definitely seeing that form up. Yes, we are. Absolutely. So, well, let's go ahead and jump in with both feet and take a look at what we've got. So... We've seen a lot going on with Russia. You probably know a little more than this on this one than I do. But the Wagner Group, which is composed of, you know, this, you know, the, I guess you could call the Russian outlaws, the ones who were in jail, were rounded up to go into battlefield. And now there is kind of a butting of heads between that group and the actual Russian military. And to the point that I think the Wagner Group was fired on i it was like friendly fire or something but it wasn't so friendly because i think there were people that died and so he left his post in which they had taken over a city in the ukraine to head to moscow on a march to moscow in rebellion to what happened to his group is this what your uh, understanding is yes Yes, they were headed to Moscow, but before they got there, they were able to make a deal with Putin. Yes, and it looks like a shady deal, if you ask me. I don't think it's going to go well, but I mean, I don't know. This could be a false flag, because I have to wonder, where's the money coming to support the Wagner Group? How is it that they're able to go from here to there and back again? (laughs) You know, I don't know. Somebody is paying for that, right? Somebody has to be paying for it. Yeah, you don't just, you know, take a bunch of troops around and do things with them without funding. It just, something's not adding up. 
Dina. No, no, it isn't. But such is a time of war, and that's where we're in right now. And that kind of goes along with this next headline is that Vladimir Putin vows to deploy world's most powerful nuke Satan to combat ready and chilling new threat to the West. We did talk about this before, but it's definitely still in the news. And this is serious. Hypersonic Satan II nuclear capable missile is a serious threat. And it said that this generation of the Sarmat intercontinental ballistic missile, thought to be the world's most powerful, would soon be deployed for combat duty. It's certainly a threat to the United States. There's no doubt about it. Yes. And he knows that if he happens to fire that missile, then mm-hmm. a missile's going to come right back at him. That's That's what we understand to be true. Okay, well, let's move forward with some other unbelievable headlines. This one, first ever U.S. bill to counter Beijing's forced organ harvesting signed into law in Texas. Texas has signed into law a bipartisan bill to combat the Chinese regime's criminal practice of forced organ harvesting, making it the first U.S. state to counter the abuse through legal means. The bill had passed unanimously through both the states and legislative chambers last month. So they're anticipating trouble with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're just seeing all sorts of ugly going on around the world. Let's take a look at some of the other things we've seen. Matador, Texas takes the direct hit from a large tornado, leaving three dead and widespread damage. I've never seen so many tornadoes in the United States, especially out of season. This is not tornado season. Tornado season is typically springtime. Here we are in the summer. And also, we're seeing tornadoes in parts of the United States that have don't typically have tornadoes, right? Yeah, it's weird. Very. And it's just excessive, actually. We've also had remnants of Cyclone Biparajoy leave a trail of destruction in Rajasthan and record rainfall in Chennai, India. So we're seeing just horrible things all over the planet. It's a planet in upheaval right now, okay? There is my summation of I'm realizing is going on. Like this one, for instance, massive hailstorm and torrential rain caused widespread damage in Spain's Murcia. And how about this one? Unusual cold spell leads to large-scale cattle deaths in Brazil. And so in a rare occurrence, almost 3,000 cattle have succumbed to hypothermia in Brazil's Mato Grosso do Sol state in recent days. And local veterinary services announced on their website Wednesday, June 21. The event has raised concerns due to uncommon nature, despite the minimal impact on the country's total cattle herd. But boy, I mean, that's kind of odd, right? Yes. Hypothermia in Brazil in in the summer? That's crazy. I mean, that's really odd. Yeah, it is definitely crazy. Oh, well, here is a little bit more on the event of the tornado in texas i mentioned it's uh, produced multiple tornadoes this week i mean we're talking topping winds of 100 miles per hour so that is you know amazing and unheard of mm-hmm. now we had a beyond extreme ocean heat wave in north atlantic's worst in 170 years 
this is the headline. It goes back to what I have said in prior broadcasts, that everything is biblical now. It's like, it's this is the worst we've ever seen it. This is the worst we've seen in 100 years or 100 centuries. I mean, we just continue to get these headlines. Like, you know, we've never seen anything like this before, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, here's a man-made tragedy. A Wisconsin couple has been charged with multiple counts of animal neglect and theft after allegedly allowing 200 goats to die from starvation on their farm. That's terrible. Isn't that tragic? Oh, like, my what, goodness. what are these people thinking? But we have a location that you can get more information about this. It's, it's our End Times Mass Animal Deaths page. And you can go over there and check it out and see both natural and man-made events. Well, we'll call them God-made events. You'll be amazed. You go over to that page and you will be gobsmacked, I guess is a good word what is going on around the world which goes back to Hosea in the Bible that says you know God is going to remove the fowl the fish and the mammals from people who you know spurn him turn their backs to him and this is totally what we're seeing all right well you know I hate to bring this topic up week after week but I can't avoid it it's in the news every time I go into the news I see this unidentified aerial phenomena they call them UAPs, also known as UFOs. And so this continues to be the hot topic on the news around the world. Senator Josh Hawley, a Missouri Republican, accused the U.S. government of covering a huge number of unidentified aerial phenomena. And the number of these apparently huge, huge. And that is something that the government has. The best I can say about it downplayed, if not kept from the public for a long, long time, Hawley said during an interview with News Nation. Okay, so a senator is calling the government out for hiding UFO information. What do you think of that? (laughs) What else is new? They, They hide everything from us. Right. Good or bad. Okay. Good or bad. Yes. Okay, so scary UFO lights were spotted in Ohio sky. Locals are convinced they saw a spacecraft. And then they had another sighting in Las Vegas. How about this one? Canadian Member of Parliament says Canada allies hiding recovered UFO materials in secret letter to defense minister. So, you know, Canada's coming out with information on this. And so is China and some of these other countries are coming forward with this information. This one in Las Vegas, it was filmed this week over Vegas. The unidentified objects were in the sky for 20 minutes straight, according to the person who filmed it. And, you know, they had other people posting these images. Well, Great Britain's also in the in there with a headline that says, British UFO expert claims photos are definitive evidence that we are not alone. So I, they're just really, I, this is just, you know, it's hitting us from every angle. Every way possible. And America has a plan, by the way, Dina, without giving further details, the retired colonel of the U.S. Army, Manuel Superville, assured CNN in 2019 that there is a contingency plan for UFOs. Did you know this? I did not know this, no. Well, there actually has been. There's a greeting committee of the United Nations for extraterrestrials, and the Vatican has a greeting committee as well oh my goodness but now our government has a contingency plan they have some publications go further assuring that specific training is carried out by elite 
forces of the U.S. Army focused on the fight against enemies from outer space. Yes, publications such as Futurism or Seeker attributed to a squadron called Space Aggressors belonging to the United States Space Force, the USSF, a training unit against the alien threat. Okay, guy, yeah, this is coming from CNN, okay? The USS <laughs> There you go. <laughs> is a special force based in Schriever Air Force Base in Colorado that plays a role of enemy and highly demanding exercises. And so, you know, I could go on and on about this, but um, you get the picture. You know what? They're going to need to bring a Bible with them if they encounter anything like that because, you know, they're really dealing with demons, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Ephesians chapter 6. Well, Dina, along the same line of these other headlines, check this one out. Marco Rubio claims he has heard firsthand accounts of UFO from high-ranking government officials. So earlier this month, former Air Force veteran and U.S. intelligence official David Grush claimed there is long withheld government knowledge of alien life. According to Senator Marco Rubio, Grush is not the only government official to come forward with claims. In wake of Grush's explosive claims that the U.S. government has a top-secret UFO crash retrieval program and is in possession of intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Rubio, a Republican of Florida, told News Nation that he has heard several first-hand accounts with individuals in high positions in our government that back Russia's controversial allegations. So anyway, I'm just mentioning this because this whole topic is ramping up in a big way, and I believe this is going to be one of the big cover-up uses in during tribulation to explain where the raptured church has gone. And that's, that's how I feel about this, Dina. I think you're right, Susan. This will be the big delusion, I think, that's going to take place. It, it's just all part of the demonic. It's uh, part of Satan's plans. I mean, he makes plans, too, and does what he does, so... We're seeing him in action as well, setting things up for what's coming. That's right. Texas and other states in the area, in the southern states moving east of Texas, are enduring heat wave into triple digits. And it's kind of holding its pattern and position over those states with tremendous heat. I'm sure you've heard of that by now. And we've had 90 injured, seven hospitalized as hailstorm ruins something called uh, the Tomlinson Gig. Well, according to MSN, a freak hailstorm injured 90 people, saw seven hospitalized after crashing down at a Lewis Tomlinson concert in Colorado. I mean, they said that the hailstones were reportedly the size of apples. Wow. Yes. That would be pretty hard. I mean, so, yes, they had 90 people injured, and at least seven hospitalized. That's a lot of fallout. Yeah, it is. That's not normal, Dina. I, I just want people to understand. These things we're reading are not normal, okay? <laughs> None of this is normal. But let's go forward. Santiago, which uh, had days of heavy rainfall, uh, have swollen Chile's rivers, causing floods that blocked off roads, prompted evacuation in the center of the country amid what has been described as the worst weather front in a decade. Well, there's the phrase again. We hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. Never seen anything like this in years, okay? 
So this week, residents of the capital of Santiago were surprised by a large mass of brown water flowing down the bed of the Mapaco River, the city's main waterway, which has risen substantially with the recent heavy rains. It's the worst front in a decade, prompting evacuations. Terrible. We did have a destructive tornado strike San Fernando in the Philippines. Don't hear about that very often, do we? No. No. And let's take a look. We spoke briefly about this this last week. It's ongoing. The scene is unsettling. Hundreds of dolphins, sea lions, wash up, dead or sick, in California beaches amid toxic algae outbreak. And experts say it's not about to end soon. The sea lions and dolphins are poisoned by toxic red tide in Southern California. The toxic algal bloom threatens marine life there. We've got poison seals and dolphins, and it's it's disturbing. The scenes are disturbing, and they say it's just, it's not a quick fix. I mean, how sad is this? Very sad. Yeah. Again, please go over to our Facebook page, and Times Mass Animal Deaths. And again, I'd like to mention, we're one of the few programs out there that provides you with a lot of of resources to go to after the show's over to check out. And we recommend that you do it. Take some time to look this stuff over. We had a powerful Strombolian eruption starting in Russia and Klyukskavea Sapka. Maybe you have a better way to pronounce that than I do. We had 13 dead and 26 missing after floods and landslides in eastern Nepal in India. We have two pages for floods and landslides. Let's say end times landslides, end times floods. Real easy. Look us up, and you'll just be amazed at what's going on. And these uh, other headlines you can trip on over there. If you want more detail on what we're mentioning, by the way, this headline says, With record heat and drought-stricken woods, Spain's Catalonia faces perfect wildfire conditions. Well, Yes, that would definitely do it. And speaking of wildfires, we have had a lot going on in Canada still, even still, right? Yes. And, you know, it's sending down polluted water. I'm sorry, it's sending down polluted air into the United States. It's We're getting a lot of bad pollution and hard-to-breathe air for people who have issues like asthma and whatnot. Something's definitely going on, and it's coming into the United States. We're, we're experiencing some of the worst air quality, you know, of any place around the world, all the way from Canada right down into uh, Chicago and, and further south and across other areas into New York. And it's, it's a real issue. It's, it's bad. And it's bad for Canada. It's bad for us. And it's, I call it judgment. That's what I'm calling this. What do you think, Dina? I think you're right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about Scott Ritter, who was um, a guest on the show Redacted with Clayton Morris. Maybe you've caught his shows before. It's pretty good. He's talking about nuclear destruction unfolding before our eyes, Dina. Yeah, I think he's right. And some of he has some good points as being, you know, former military. He's saying that... The war for the United States is unwinnable with Russia in Europe. And so we're just really, you know, 
inviting trouble on ourselves by being involved in this. It sort of seems that way to me. What do you think? No, absolutely. Absolutely. And here's another vital point he made that I want to bring up, and that's why I bring up his show, Clayton Morris's show, Redacted, is they pointed out that when it comes to military weapons, like with places like uh, China, Russia, and North Korea, their military machine is state-operated and run. That's different for the United States. The United States is more of a commercial, independent, corporate sort of thing. So contracts have to be negotiated with groups like Raytheon, even Rolls-Royce that produce things like B-52s, and all of that. Like those communist countries, they can just order these things up because they're in charge. But Americans have to negotiate with companies that are like, well, if the contract's uh, not big enough, then they don't want to do it. And so there are those restrictions on us that nobody ever thinks about. What do you think? No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. So we've got a lot of that going on. We also have a military that we spoke of last week that is uh, heading towards bankruptcy. And that's a problem when you're dealing with commercial military contracts with companies that have to have make bottom lines they can't just be producing militia and and machinery if no one's going to get paid or or have long-term contracts and things like that so very interesting to note uh, our disadvantage when it comes to things like that i'm not promoting communism by the way I don't want to say, oh, if we were a social state like that, but I'm just saying it is an issue that is of concern because our military is getting thin because we're all, our, we're all over the place. We're in Taiwan, we're in South Korea, we're in Ukraine, we're in other locations, and we have issues with some of these events like hurricanes that go on around the world. Plus, we've got our own homeland, and we've got issues down in South America with drug terrorism and all kinds of things going on. We're and you know these other groups that we're involved with. You don't hear about China going all over the world and trying to put out fires, do you? No, you don't. But America, we do that. That that pushes us then when it comes to troops and weapons, right? Mm-hmm. About a half hour away from me in the Greenwood, Indiana area, they had quite a tornado strike. And I saw the video. It was incredible. Uh, this tornado just plowed through some apartment buildings. It, it's just, you know, the power of these tornadoes is just unprecedented to watch. It's like a steamroller going through and just wiping everything out. It's incredible. But we're seeing this all over the United States. It's just, it's wild what's going on. Well, Dina, I've got a serious headline to mention here and this this should this should honestly make everybody the hair on the back of your neck stand up and realize that we are really in a volatile world but there is a plan to blow up the zaporozhia nuclear power plant in the ukraine it has been approved the situation has never been so severe before the chief of defense intelligence and this is from msn if you're wondering but Kyrlo 
Budinov, the head of the defense intelligence, is convinced that the plan to blow up the nuclear power plant by Russians has been fully developed and approved, and the threat has never been as great. And Budinov, in an interview with the New Statesman, has cited defense intelligence website. The situation is severe. And according to Budinov, Russia has completed preparations for the terrorist attack on this this power station, power plant. And when asked whether the Russians decided to blow up the power plant, Budinov said the plan was entirely drafted and approved. The only element missing is the order to act. Then it can happen in a matter of minutes, he said. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, this is one of the largest nuclear plants in the area over there, in that whole area. It could also have uh, extraordinary consequences for Europe. And right now, they're playing with fire because I think they had about, oh, they had thousands of people and they're running this, like maybe 22,000. They're down to, I don't know, 1,600 people. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable. They've, they're really down to just the bare bones to keep this thing running. That's pretty scary, isn't it, Dino? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And so this is very serious. I mean, for a while, I was concerned because the Russians were firing on it, and they were trying to take people hostage. They've evacuated a large number of people in there that they normally use in that plant to run it. They're, like I said, just down to a, a few people running it. You know, I never dreamed that they would actually have a plan prepared to blow it up. That's crazy. Yes, it is. And so this is very, very serious. I think we are in one of the most serious times in human history at this point. Well, we're going to jump from one serious story to another. We'll take a look at North Korea and they're warning the Korean Peninsula close to brink of nuclear war. Mass rallies in North Korea against U.S. held on Korean War anniversary. So we have more than 120,000 people participated in mass rallies in the North Korean capital to denounce what they claim is a war provocation of aggression by the United States on the 73rd anniversary of the outbreak of the Korean War, the North State media just said Monday. Sunday rallies were attended by workers and youth as well as secretaries of the North's ruling Workers' Party of Korea. Also, the Korean War broke out in June 25, 1950. So we see that they're using this opportunity to do a big rally, and they gathered in the streets in this rally. The North Koreans supposedly urged Kim Jong-un for a war of revenge to destroy U.S. mainland is within our shooting range. I just want to mention something about North Korea, and this is something you may not have even known, Dina, because I wasn't. But North Korea has launched over 100 missile tests since 2022. So just two weeks later, Pyongyang launched two short-range ballistic missiles towards the waters between Korean Peninsula and Japan. And this launch was reportedly in response to American-South Korean-Japanese cooperation with Kim Jong-un's regime views as a threat. So the missiles landed in Japan's exclusive economic zone, a clear provocation, according to Tokyo, over the years. North Korea has worked to expand its arms arsenal. The regime has succeeded in upgrading its solid fuel ballistic missiles that can also make mid-air maneuvers. 
So anyway, they have, uh, you know, been testing over 100 missiles in this past year, and they have threatened war. And there's no question, and their people support it because, I don't know, they don't know any better to not go along with their leaders because they're so brainwashed over there. I don't think it was on their calendar to go and have this rally. I don't think it was a choice. That's just... Absolutely not. Yeah, my personal opinion, that's what I think. Yeah, I think they're just, sadly, just have to do what, you know, they're told or suffer the consequences, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, just so you know, we're still having killer whales and orcas attacking boats in the coast over there in Portugal and Spain, in that area. They're not really sure why. They think it's because human intervention... And, you know, the killer whales are responding. But, yeah, that's not a good look. Something's going on. We had a rare algae bloom ruin Taiwan oyster harvest. First time in hundreds of years. Again, see what I'm talking about? We get that over and over. Mm -hmm. We had six hospitalized after a tornado tears through Wyoming coal mine. I want to talk about the rip current deaths. There has been a rash of rip current deaths in Florida Panhandle and further south. Right now we have 13 dead and they've had they've had 30,000 rescues. I mean, these rip tides are very dangerous. A quarterback and I forget what team just recently died in a rip rip current. Did you hear about this? No, I don't think I did. What it is is people get into a rip tide and then it kind of takes them out into the ocean and it kind of brings them back to shore but sometimes they fight it and they end up dead and and they say it really doesn't matter how good of a swimmer you are you really can't fight these riptides they're very powerful so we've had 13 people dead recently up in florida florida coast panhandle well they're saying that they had a bunch of birds die europe last spring but it wasn't from bird flu they're claiming it was from radiation sickness Isn't that interesting? Wow, that is interesting. Now, here's another one. A train carrying hazardous materials derails into Montana's Yellowstone River. So it was a freight train carrying hazardous materials and it derailed after a bridge collapsed in Montana early this Saturday morning this week. I mean, four of the derailed uh, rail cars were carrying molten sulfur and three were carrying hot asphalt. And so we continue to see these derailments they just keep going on something's up it seems like to me i don't know it's definitely not normal no it is not normal we're seeing too many of these you guys right exactly right we had power outage from tornado activity hundred thousand without power from all the way from indiana into kentucky how about this Chinese warplanes come close to Taiwan's 24-mile zone. So the Taiwanese Defense Ministry said that eight Chinese People's Liberation Army warplanes come close to Taiwan's contiguous zone, which extends 24 nautical miles off the island's coast. So they're trying to push their buttons, I'd say, looks like. They're getting ready to invade. Yeah, I think something's up. There's too much activity. It's too obvious. Um, I also want to mention that there was a methane gas explosion that killed 31 in a disused South African mine. And 
apparently these miners were down there illegally, but they still were killed in this methane gas explosion. That's terrible. Right, exactly. They weren't supposed to be down there, but even so, they were killed. It's tragic. And, oh, and let me add this, to date, it's still too dangerous to retrieve their bodies because of the gas. They can't they can't even get down there to get them out. Oh, how sad so, for the families. Tragic. Yes. Okay. Just, you know, here's an ongoing discussion that we have week after week after week. We'll continue to tell you the updates. But Netherlands euthanizing autistic and intellectually handicapped people, a researcher finds. And so also the Netherlands is expanding its euthanasia laws to include terminally ill children as young as one year old. So the Netherlands is set to expand its euthanasia regulations to include assisting in the death of children ages 1 to 12 years old. And the current scheme for termination of pregnancy and termination of life for newborns will be amended and expanded to include termination of life in children ages 1 to 12. This is a post from the Dutch government earlier this month. And so this concerns a small group of terminally ill children who suffer hopelessly and unbearably. That's what they're saying. Now, Oregon weighs nixing residency requirement for euthanasia, officially opening door for tourism, euthanasia tourism. Do you know what that means, Dana? Yeah, that means that anybody that can come to Oregon to go and, you know, be euthanized. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. Imagine, they call it euthanasia tourism. So Oregon lawmakers are weighing a bill to officially repeal the residency requirement for patients to seek physician-assisted euthanasia in the state. And it was requested last year by now former Democratic Governor Kate Brown repeals the residency requirement in the Death with Dignity Act would allow adults from prohibited states who are suffering from terminally illnesses to seek physician-assisted euthanasia in Oregon. So, there you have it. She's out of here, though. She's no longer the governor. But, of course, she has to do this destruction before she left. Well, you know, Canada's always in the fray when you're talking on this topic. And I'll just mention this quickly. Canadian religious leaders speak out as countries set to allow euthanasia for mental illness. And religious leaders across Canada are decrying a new federal law that will allow mentally ill Canadians to request medical assistance in dying which is the Canadian acronym M-A-I-D for mental illness in euthanasia. So next March, unless the government is forced to change its mind, persons suffering solely from mental illness will become eligible for euthanasia. Vancouver, Archbishop J. Michael Miller said during a homily last month, according to a report from their publication. The comments come just months ahead of a deadline to expand M-A-I-D in Canada to those with mental illness with critics calling on the government to put a halt to the plan until its ramifications can be more deeply studied. Miller, who has called the law morally depraved, argued that Canada has moved too quickly to expand access to M-A-I-D in recent years. And Netherlands programs have euthanized otherwise healthy individuals with autism and intellectual handicaps in recent years, researchers have found. Five 
individuals under the age of 30 who cited autism as a factor in their decision to seek legal euthanasia are among the cases reviewed by specialists at the UK's Kingston University. Factors directly associated with intellectual disability and or ASD were the sole cause of suffering described in 21% of cases and a major contributing factor in further 42% cases, Kingston University's report on the issue found. I mean, this is unconscionable. I'm sorry. And Fox News says Netherlands euthanizing autistic and intellectually handicapped people, researcher finds. Fox News also says Canada expanding assisted euthanasia law. Canada expanding assisted euthanasia law to include the mentally ill, possibly enable mature minors. They just want to kill everybody. Oh, I mean... Okay, if they open that floodgate, there's no telling where that's going to go. You've got a caretaker no longer wants to handle someone who's challenged or elderly. Okay, you know, they're prime for this. Then you've got you've got people who are making decisions for elderly parents. You've got a whole range of things going on. And if you can get someone to believe that someone else is mentally ill, whether it be a spouse or what, I mean, there's just no end. Of where this thing will go now we're including children ages one to 12 that's so bad oh man and and do they have anything to say they don't even know they don't even know what to say they're underage they have no one in their court this is unbelievable i just hard to believe that we're actually even reading these headlines it's just fantastic okay this is sad an eight-year-old child in martial arts class beaten to death by instructor yeah an eight-year-old chinese boy was beaten to death by a martial arts instructor one day after enrolling in the class the child who has not been identified joined the martial arts sports club in shandong to take a self-defense class earlier this month but died a day after joining the class as a result of injuries sustained and we've had other similar reports well, for anybody who doesn't know, martial arts is demonic, okay? I said it, there it is. We actually have a page that we cover this. It's called Cursed Objects Theories, and we talk about objects of martial arts, and we go into detail about that, why these kinds of things are demonic. But anyway, just want to mention that. All right, well, I want to just go on down and read some of these headlines before we close out, just to give you a feel of what's going on around the world. We had deadly landslides hit China's Sichuan province. Iberian Peninsula experienced one of the most notable wildfire smoke events in modern history. Unprecedented flooding hits arid county in Romania, leaving destruction in its wake. We had deadly floods ravage southern Ghana, claiming at least eight lives. Ivory Coast had deadly floods and landslides in Abidjan. And we mentioned before, Chile had two dead, six missing after floods in seven regions. Mexico had flash floods in Chiapas, leaving one dead and one missing. Nepal had five dead, 29 feared missing after floods and landslides in the Koshi province. In India, over 100,000 hit by floods in 20 districts of Assam. Kosovo had deadly floods after 54 millimeters of rain in just one hour. You know, we just, I can't believe all the stuff we're reading with regard to floods and landslides. Over 300 severe storm reports across the United States as the dangerous weather continues around the country. So I do just want to suggest that um, you check out our end times floods, end time landslides pages at 
the end of this report or at your convenience because we provide a lot of data. And so here's another interesting piece of news. Researchers discovered transmissible cancers in several shellfish species on the east and west coasts. And shockingly, I want to mention that we've seen a couple cases of malaria, and they think it's from mosquitoes coming into, they say, Florida and Texas from the south. And that's, that's really serious because we have not had malaria on the soil, I think, for, oh, over 20 years, they're saying. So it's all very serious what's going on. But on our special report this week, we want to direct you to our Jesus 24-7 show. We're going to be doing featuring about famine. And so if you want to know more about that, please check that out. Right, Dina? That is right. You guys are going to want to uh, check that out for sure. Because it will affect everybody. And in fact, it already is. You may not realize it, but it already is. Well, Dina, that's it for me for this week. We could you know, extend this out, but we're going to end it right there and encourage everybody to check out our two series, Daniel for Beginners and Revelation for Beginners, for those who want to know exactly what's going on in Bible prophecy and how it relates to the world around them today. And after hearing all this, I certainly hope you would consider giving your life to the Lord Jesus Christ if you have not already. This show should definitely encourage you to do that if you are considering it, if you're on the fence. Uh, Don't wait a moment longer. Obviously, you can see the, the times are changing and they're changing fast. And to be without God at this hour is a very dangerous thing. Uh, right, Dina? That's right. It is. It's because, um, you know, at any moment, anything can happen. As you can see from these headlines, no one is promised tomorrow. That's why today is the day of your salvation. And I highly encourage you, you know, if there's something holding you back, you know, go to God with it and say, you know, this is holding me back. This, I have a problem with this and I'm not ready to commit. You would be surprised how clear he will make it to you that you need to commit to him. And let me just tell you something else. People think that becoming a Christian, that they're going to live this boring, quiet, you know, uh, you know, boring life. There is nothing boring about Jesus. Nothing, nothing, nothing. In fact, my life started when he saved me. What was it? Like, I got saved when I was 12, but I really didn't know the meaning of that. I, he, I truly surrendered to the Father's will, end of 2011, beginning of 2012. And it has been, yeah, sure, I have trials, but everybody is going to have a trial in their life. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. You're going to have issues. And that's just the way life is. But I know that I have a God. I have a king that's going to see me through. He's going to pick me up when I fall. He is going to be there for you. He is going to talk to you. Yes, yes, God talks. It may not be that big booming voice, although it could be. We can't put God in a box. But he'll talk to you through his word. Um, He'll show you mysteries. I, I just, I cannot tell you how fascinating he is and how awesome he is and the only way you're going to know 
is if you give your life to him today. And I promise you, you will not be bored with God. You have to remember that this is a God, the only God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last that created the universe. He created every single star in that sky. He created you. He created the animals. You know what? There is nothing boring about that. There is nothing boring when I look up at the sky at night on a clear night and I see all those twinkling stars shining back at me and I know that my God created that. You look in the mirror, he created you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by a perfect God that loves you with an everlasting love. So don't wait another second. Give your life to him today. I promise you, you will not regret it. And Susan and I are here for you. If you have any questions, we'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have about Jesus. Right, Susan? That's right, Dina. I could go on and on about him, you know. Uh (laughs) I just, I love him so much. He's just so, so amazing. You know, I I could, you know, I'll say this. All of us have some type of enemy. He'll make, if, if a man's ways are right in the Lord's eyes, he'll make even your enemies at peace with you. Amen. Scripture says that. Like he's, he's just incredible. All right, I'm done. I'm done bragging on God. (laughs) <laughs> for, for today <laughs> but with all of that said I want to thank you Susan for always coming on the show and bringing us such um, interesting end times headlines that match perfectly with what the Bible tells us is going to happen in these end days I want to thank all of you who have tuned into the show and we want to hear from you so to all of you leave your comments below this video You can find uh, this video on Susan's uh, YouTube at Marriage Supper of the Lamb. You can find it here on mine. We're also on Rumble and BitChute. We're also on Podcast. We are also on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Goodness, we are everywhere. And I also want to mention Susan's new website, End Times Prophecy Catalog. Go head over there. The link will be underneath this video. You can see the address right there on the screen. Go and check her out. You know, if you are a new Christian, she's got some awesome books that um, she's written through the power of the Holy Spirit that's on her site that you can download for free. We've got our videos there, links to our videos, and just so much rich resources Um, all of the Facebook pages and there are what is it Susan like over a hundred pages I don't think you have that many listed on the site but you have like over a hundred Facebook pages right we do (laughs) it's like endless so go 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 and check her out on her website she also has a group I'll let you talk about the rapture is very soon group Susan Right. We have a really great group page. We've got a lot of informative Facebook pages, but we've got a group. It's called Rapture is Very Soon. We actually added a thousand people last month. We adding about a hundred a day and it's now up to 133,000 people and counting. And that may change by the end of today, Dina. So (laughs) 
Yeah, really yeah. Invite you to go over there and join us. We do regular posts over there, uh, articles, videos, and that such. So please come on over and check it out. And we're gonna have a video to give you guys some instructions for that page shortly, in the near future. Not super near, but in the near future. So be on the lookout for that. And I think that is it. Well, thank you again to everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Be on the lookout. Stay tuned for that famine video. God bless everyone.